guys, welcome to the Two Mom Zero Attention Span Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Allison. And today we are going to be talking about the misconceptions with gentle or respectful parenting. But before we jump into that, let's get into our highs and our lows for the week. So you want to start, Allison? Sure. My highs, I mean, I haven't really had anything eventful happen, but my bestie's coming over tomorrow. She's been my best friend since um, late elementary school. So it's been a long time. So I'm very excited for that. Um, my low would be my funky bomb mom burnout that I've been in recently. Cause I haven't been taking care of myself. And also Jess and I just recording an entire podcast that I wasn't recording. So now we're redoing it. <laughs> How about Maybe you? It'll be a high though. Maybe it'll yeah. be like a much better version. This yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my high for the week is that my sister is definitely having a baby by tomorrow. Well, it, by Thursday, because she's being induced tomorrow if she doesn't go into labor today. Um, she's well well past her due date. But uh, my mom's birthday is actually tomorrow. And this will be her first granddaughter. And my mom has my grandma's namesake. And m- my niece is named after my mom and my grandma as well. So if they shared oh. a birthday, that would be really, really, really special. It would be so beautiful. My son was trying to get, he was like, maybe she's scared to come out. So he goes up to my sister's belly and he's on her and he's like leaned up against her belly. And he's like, hey, it's really kind of boring in that belly. You want to come out here where there's lots of fun things and there's <laughs> snacks. You can eat whatever you want. You can have a baba. You can have goldfish. Well, actually, you don't have teeth. So you can't have goldfish, but you're going to like milk. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah. And then he's hugging her and he goes, and if you're scared, we're always going to be here to protect you. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was the sweetest. Um, And my low would definitely be my neighbor drama that is seemingly never ending. I just can't. I cannot. (sighs) I can't get past it. I just, I, I really wish that I felt like I was dealing with a grown up, but yeah, I nope. told you before you handle it. You're handling it so well because it's heavy there. You've been going through a lot. It's the <laughs> drama, but you know why is because I really wish I wasn't handling it at all. So yeah. I just like to like <laughs> pretend it's the, I like to just, eh, it's yeah. It, it's well, you're trying to not make it a bigger deal than it is, but it feels like a big deal when you have to deal with it every day. Like that's, that's a lot. The one. So, that's yeah. the <laughs> Anyways, so let's jump on into it. So the misconceptions with gentle parenting. So I, I think the biggest misconception, the biggest misconception and the jokes that I see made all over is that gentle parenting is permissive parenting that we, that gentle parents are pushovers. Yes. And from my experience, I could not find that to be further from the truth. I am a lot of things as a parent but a pushover is not one of them. right? (laughs) And I think that's one of the things that I see the most of is I see people making jokes about like, oh, don't hit me, don't hit me, don't hit. And then they jump in and they're like, I said not to hit me. And they're like, which one worked? And it's also wild to me that people seem to think that if you show your children respect, if you show them understanding, if you try to come up with solutions for the things that you're struggling with versus just punishing them for it, that that is somehow permissive when it's not, it's not at all. Permissive would, permissive would look like not doing anything about the behavior and just being like, oh, well, he just gets his way. Oh, he didn't clean his room. I'll do it for him. That would be permissive. But I think that's the thing about being a pushover is so true. And I think a lot of it comes from the name gentle parenting. But I also think a lot of it comes because of how it's portrayed online as well. I think people get like a bad taste in their mouth for it. 
when it's the exact opposite. What, growing up with the old school parenting, I did not have true respect. I only did what the right thing while my parents were watching. With respectful or gentle parenting, you, you're trying to set your child up to do the right thing when no one's watching. That's the biggest part of it. That's the thing. That's the thing too, is that, you know, um, if people are thinking that anything besides blind obedience and compliance from your child is being permissive, then they're, then that's, that's the way that they're going to take gentle parenting because there are going to be moments where your children are going to ask you why and why is not disrespectful? Why is a good question and allows for critical thinking skills and you're not being permissive by answering your children's why? Because as an adult, if I'm going to do anything, I want to know why I'm doing it. I want to know the reasoning behind what it is that I'm doing. That's how you, that's how you get skills like. Yeah. And it teaches them to advocate for themselves too. And I think that the biggest, one of the biggest comments I always get is how are they going to deal with the real world? You're they're dealing with the real world right now first, but they deal with it because you're helping them through those difficult situations and they're, you're teaching them the coping skills and you're teaching them emotional maturity because the goal isn't short-term. What am I going to do from today to tomorrow? The goal is what, how are they going to be as preteens? How are they going to be as teens? How are they going to be as an adult? And that's what we're working towards. It's not just the immediate behavior. It's what we're working towards in the future with them. And you said a really good thing. You said that you didn't have true respect. You were just doing what you were supposed to around your parents because it was fear. And that's another thing is that people... People misconstrue, people mix up respect and fear all the time. They think they're synonyms and they're not. And they do the same thing with discipline and punishment. Because I hear people saying all the time, oh, kids need discipline, kids need discipline. But when they're saying that, what they're actually talking about is kids need punishment, kids need punishment. And those two things are not the same because I firmly believe to my core that children need discipline. I'm a very disciplined person. I was a D1 athlete. My parents met in the army. We are disciplined people. Mm -hmm. But discipline is about establishing long-term habits and maintaining them. Punishment is about extinguishing behavior in the moment. And it Mm -hmm. does not equate to discipline. And I think that's what a lot of people mix up because even when I would do, when I would talk about when my kids were little and I was teaching them care tasks and skills and I do it by singing little songs and I do it by making little games and, and that does not look like discipline. And it didn't look like discipline to my husband who would sit there and be like, Oh my God, just get your shoes off, you know, (laughs) do it. Right, right. By the time my kids were four and five, they were getting themselves up, getting themselves dressed, getting their teeth brushed, getting downstairs, all without one single reminder. Every Mm -hmm. single day, there was discipline instilled, but it just didn't look the way that people thought discipline is supposed to look because they think of discipline as punishment, that in order to teach kids, you have to punish them. And, and it has to be immediate. And you yeah. just prove that it's not that you just prove that it's not. You took the extra time, which sometimes is exhausting, and you feel like pulling your hair out and you're like, oh my God, I'm on day five. Why won't he just put his shoes on? But you finally find what works, and then they're then the next day's easier and easier, and then they're doing it themselves. You have to keep that goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing is that you do you do put in a lot of work because it's also a lot of discipline on the parents' part. Yes. And and the thing is, too, is that when you are remaining calm, cool, and collected through all of these situations, you are showing your kids discipline. You are modeling discipline for your children. And children take out into the real world what it is that is modeled for them. Absolutely. You know? So if they're watching a lot of reactivity, if they're watching a lot of 
you know, being short tempered and using fear to get what it is that you want accomplished mm -hmm. when they grow up and they are adults and they have the power. Those are the things that they are going to take with them, or maybe even worse. Those are the behaviors that they're going to accept from others yes. because that's what they feel is healthy and healthy discipline. Yeah. And they equate it with love. They equate it with love. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And also you have, we have to think, I don't think we talk about this enough in the respectful parenting community is well, we talk about some, but age appropriate behaviors and what they're even capable of. And I think that's one of the misconceptions is if they're not saying it, I mean, if they're not doing it right, when I say it, it's disrespect, but that child may not be capable of it yet. You know, at seven years old, they only have self-control like 20% of the time. And that doesn't even start till age four. So sometimes we're setting ourselves up to fail and our child up to fail. I think there's this idea that if you meet your children with understanding, with patience, with, with, and, and you start coming up with structures and strategies that are, that work with your child, you take the time to do that, that you're in some way not holding them accountable or not for their, for their behaviors or yeah. their bad behaviors or the thing. And that's not true. That's not the case. You're just not punishing them for their struggles. But my job as a parent is not to punish my child for the things that they are struggling with. It is to guide them to be able to not have to struggle with that when they go out into the real world. Yes. Um, yeah. That That's the whole goal is if they're in a struggle moment or, or they're struggling with a care task or getting ready or whatever, what is it in that moment that I can do to try to support them when with traditional parenting, it may look like I said it, you're not doing it. Give me your phone. Give me this. You're punished. And all that does is it's going to start this cycle of them either trying to hide or lie or sneak or every morning is going to be difficult before school. But if you take the time in the moment to try to find the solution, um, that behavior changes because we want to change behaviors. We don't just want to stop them. We want to replace and change and do all those things. And that's what this parenting does. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's also a fear that there's that that these kids are going to be weak or entitled or they're going to think that the world revolves around them or whatever <laughs> you know whatever it is um but i have not found that to be the case at all you know it i haven't found that to be and i actually see a lot of weakness when i look at i think a lot of adults lack emotional intelligence they do they lack the ability to regulate and they think because they're able to stifle emotions to a certain extent maybe emotions like sadness certainly not anger that right. somehow they are a strong person and that is actual strength and it's not you know yeah uh, strength is being able to work through those difficult times but also realizing that every little thing isn't a huge deal i watch it with my teenagers I watch it, how they will even be watching a show or a reality something. And they're like, they're adults. Why would they even like my teenagers can see how the emotional immaturity in other people. And it took me till I was almost 30 to get there because of how I was parented. It took me a long time. And I think one thing that happens too is on social media, the portrayal of gentle, of respectful parenting. Unrealistic. It can sometimes be unrealistic or feel unattainable or make, make you feel less than if you're not hitting these perfect scripts or this perfect tone or saying all the right things at all the right time when yeah. it's really always about a bigger picture. Yes. It's always about the big picture and not about getting every little moment or thing perfect because so much of what I've done with my children, especially one of my children has ended up being trial and error, which means that you're going to have error. You're going yes, to a lot. Yeah. yeah, but that's okay. It's not, it, it's just how do you respond to that? It truly is. I can't tell you how many mom fails I have that now I look at as 
if I didn't do that, we would have never gotten to the solution. If I didn't fail in that moment, we would have never even found a solution for that issue at all. Mm -hmm. Exactly that. And I also don't like that sometimes it does feel like there's an us versus them on social media. You're a gentle parent, a respectful parent, or you're a bad parent. And I just feel like that ostracizes a lot of people from the conversation who in a lot of ways hold the values and goals of a gentle, respectful parent. They connect with their kids. They love their kids fiercely. They have great communication with them here and there. And then they have, um, and then they also do still simultaneously hold some of those old school or tough love values at the same time. But I don't feel like we should ostracize those people from the conversation. Yeah. And because when we do that, there's no room for growth. If if I would have felt that way, if I was on social media, when I started my respectful parenting journey, I probably would have never made that journey. I would have felt so much shame for the way I was parenting because it's all I knew. Um, So I think that's another big thing. The misconceptions on social media are you have to be this perfect parent or do everything right every single time. And that's just not the case. And when you have that mutual respect with your child and a healthy relationship, if you do raise your voice or you do yell or you do get out of character, you go back and apologize and your child's okay because they have all those other times you handled it really well. And it's funny, oh, like the misconception about the name alone, gentle being the name. So the other night, my uh, son was upset about something and he wasn't getting his way because it simply wasn't possible, wasn't doable, wasn't going to happen for a certain thing that he wanted to do. And he looks at me and he goes, uh, and I was talking to him about it. He was literally sitting in my lap during this conversation. And he was like, I don't know why you talk about gentle parenting when you're not a gentle parent. And I was like, uh yeah (laughs) well you're not being gentle with me right now and I was like you're sitting in my lap like we're chit-chatting right you mean you're not getting your way right Right. now (laughs) yeah and I was like it's so funny that even just with little kids that name seems to register a misconception automatically it does It 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 resonates with weakness or lack of boundaries or like you said permissive and things like that and it's it's just not we need to change the name as of right now we won't use gentle parenting as a name anymore. Well, actually, I hate that name. The only yeah, reason I too. use it is because that's how people find it, how people yeah. know to find me um, and understand kind of in a nutshell what it is that I talk about. But if I were to pick a name, I would pick connect uh, connection-focused parenting. Me too. I, I love, I love that. It, it would be connection-focused parenting every single time. That's what I feel like I do. That's That is what feels the most authentic to me. But I only stick with the gentle parenting name because... Um, that's how people find me yeah, and I same. think it's kind of stupid to get all caught up in a name anyway yeah. so I said you can call what I do new age millennial bullshit I'll do it every right. single day right exactly yep <laughs> because the and and the thing is the proof is in our children the proof is in in how they treat other people and what they accept from other people and it it, it works if I would have been afforded the opportunities that my kids have, like sometimes it makes me sad how much I missed out on because I was so miserable and arguing with my parents and acting out. I I still mourn that. I still mourn that time that I, that I lost. So. Yeah. And um, you know, just, and to the flip side of that, when you are shown the respect and the love and the safety and all of that growing up, you're able to have that open, open communication. You do your best to try to replicate that again, yes. because I parent from the opposite perspective is that I'm trying to give my kids the childhood that I was gifted, yeah. you know, and you really, and that's why it's called breaking a cycle because once you get there, you don't go back. Right. You know what I mean? Um, 
but that feels like a good place to stop. But I yeah. wanted to play a fun, I wanted to do like a word association game. Oh God, <laughs> my brain. Okay. okay, I'm ready. So I, I say a word and you real fast say the first thing that comes to your mind. And okay. my cuss words always come to my mind when I play these. So I'm kind of going to try to get them in the back of my, in the back of my mind. No, okay. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to do it real fast. Like I'll just do five though. Okay. okay. Um, uh, toddler. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter. Jelly. Um, TikTok. Drama. Sister. Bestie. Oh, that was sweet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now I'm going to get, I'm going to give you five. I got to think of the words real quick. Hold on. Okay. I want to know about the drama. <laughs> There's always drama on TikTok. Oh my God. All right. I got mine. Ready? Yep. Book. Read. Coffee. Love it. <laughs> Love. What did you say? Love. Oh, a, I don't know. Kiss. <laughs> Family. Love. Oh, that was sweet. Yours was so sweet. I got to think of more creative did, words to think better. of. We can do uh, another yeah. round. You want to um, do another let me think. round? Let me think of words. Let's do um, mom friend. Is mom friend a word? No. Yeah, that's good. Okay, we'll do mom friends. No, don't we'll say do... it out loud. Don't say it out oh, loud. Oh, crap. Okay, here we go. Ready? Emotion. <laughs> Love. Uh, candle. Light. Mom friends. Hard to make. Drink. That's the first thing that came to <laughs> We need a whole topic on that alone. And last one is drink. Alcohol. Oh. <laughs> Guys, I hope you have a wonderful week and thanks for hanging out. We will see you next time. Bye.